Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cloudy skies moving through this evening and into the overnight. A chilly start tomorrow morning, middle 20s to middle 30s. Highs around 45 degrees tomorrow. We'll stay cool on Saturday. Chance for a few evening showers. Highs will be in the 40s. Come Christmas Eve, 48 to 55 degrees near 60 Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Down to 38 in Germantown, 41 in Annandale, 40 at DuPont Circle. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. New information in a deadly drive-by shooting that happened near Nats Park. How long are security lines at a local airport? I'm Scott Gelman. Have you started feeling sick and have a trip coming up for the holidays? We have tips on what to do. I'm Valerie Bong. A new movement is formed to keep the Caps and the Wizards from moving out of D.C. How should President Biden talk about former President Trump on the campaign trail? Well, the answer is not as simple as it may seem. We'll talk to NBC News White House correspondent Mike Mimoli coming up at 715. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 322 points and the Nasdaq was up 185. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Following defamation judgment, Rudy Giuliani files for bankruptcy. His liabilities now are between $100 million and $500 million. Deadly Prague University shooting. They saw blood splattered on the marble staircase. Renewed U.S. security concerns this holiday. Opportunistic attacks on public gatherings. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. He was ordered to immediately pay $148 million for defaming two former Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. A day after that order, former New York City Mayor and Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. CBS's Graham Case. In a statement to CBS News, a spoke. Chapter 11 will afford him the opportunity and time to pursue an appeal of the claims by Moss and Freeman. An attorney for the election workers called the move unsurprising. The bankruptcy filing and the expected appeal mean that this matter won't be resolved anytime soon. A lawyer from Austin Freeman calls the maneuver unsurprising and says it will not succeed in discharging Giuliani's debt to the mother and daughter. Prague's police chief says a lone gunman opened fire in a university, killing over a dozen people. CBS's Elaine Cobb. Police say the suspected shooter was a 24-year-old student. He took aim from a campus rooftop. Sergei Medvedev was giving a lecture when the shooting began. We barricaded the door. We put all the you know desks uh, against the door. Students were warned to stay put. While some desperately took cover on a ledge, others jumped to safety. Police say at least 14 people were killed and 25 injured. European countries have raised their alert levels following a spate of attacks. A recent law enforcement bulletin obtained by CBS News warns of the threat of violence by lone actors in the U.S. And there's concern with large-scale gatherings taking place this Christmas and New Year's. CBS's Catherine Herridge has more. Compounding the challenge for law enforcement, more than 400 hoax bomb threats to Jewish institutions last weekend alone. According to an FBI memo, these hoax bomb threats appear to be coordinated and the work of a group outside the U.S. For law enforcement, this is a known nonviolent tactic used to disrupt religious services and intimidate. 
Holiday travel is underway. The weather hasn't been great in Southern California, hit by heavy rain. Doug Shoup is with the Automobile Club of Southern California. Our auto club travel agents recommend that you get to the airport at least two hours before domestic flights, at least three hours before international flights. But you may want to tack on an additional 30 minutes, uh, 45 minutes to both of those trips, especially because of these roads being so wet as they are. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 322 points. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP on this Thursday evening, December 21st, 2023. DuPont Circle is at 40 degrees. Germantown, 38 right now. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Top local story at the moment is still developing as the search is on for the suspect involved in a deadly drive-by shooting in southwest D.C., very close to Nats Park this afternoon. A man and a woman are dead. Two other men are wounded after being attacked in broad daylight. Both are in critical condition, both of the wounded men tonight. WTOP Sandra Jones reports from the scene this evening. She spoke to a neighbor who heard those shots ring out. We've heard gunshots before in the area, just random gunshots. It's like a common thing every now and then. But this was different. It was like a combat zone. Stephanie Rogers described the sound of a machine gun going off. She and her son ran outside to see what happened and spotted a man limping in the street. He's like, I've been shot like that. And he grunted so loud. Chief Pamela Smith told reporters the gunman opened fire on a group of people outside of a corner store in the 1300 block of Half Street. We do not know at this moment whether there was a second individual in the vehicle, but it is certainly a part of our investigation. Police say the vehicle involved in the shooting was also involved in a recent carjacking. They're searching for a white Jeep Cherokee with a Maryland license plate 2FD0820. In southwest D.C., Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Turning to Prince George's County where police are investigating a shooting outside Iverson Mall. This was about 11 this morning. Police say they found a man and a teen girl who had been shot. Both were taken to the hospital. Police say the man is in critical condition. We are still working to learn the condition of the teenage girl. Our partners at 7 News say the shooting happened in a parking garage connected to the mall. 705, thousands and thousands of eager travelers across our area hit the roads to the airport today and tonight ahead of Christmas weekend. WTOP Scott Gelman says at one local airport, DCA, they weren't having to wait very long. The wait times at several Reagan National Airport checkpoints are changing every few minutes. They've ranged from less than five minutes to between 10 and 15. But many travelers here are surprised at how empty the airport is. Besides a little bit of rush hour traffic, it was light and, you know, I'm just blessed to be here. I'm not worried and I have plenty of time. I planned three hours in advance instead of two. At times, the standard screening line had fewer people in it than the TSA pre-check line. I think it's funny how they pushed pre-check so hard, and now the pre-check line is longer than the regular line, even though that one's supposed to be faster. Remember to check with your airline for updates and leave a little extra time in case traffic gets backed up around the airport. At Reagan National, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The flu and COVID are not taking holiday vacations, so if you start getting sick, when do you know if you're too ill to take that trip? WTOP's Valerie Bonk checks in with a local doctor about 
What you need to pay attention to. You become too sick to travel when you develop fevers, when you have severe headaches. Dr. Niharika Khanna, professor of family and community medicine at the University of Maryland School of Medicine, said another symptom that indicates you're too sick to travel is a new cough and colorful mucus. When are you probably okay to travel? You happen to have, say, a stuffy nose, a runny nose, you're coughing, it's two or three days old. You may be able to travel if that's all you have with a mask on. And how do you tell the difference between just allergies and maybe something more contagious? When you start getting those heavy congestions, discharges from your nose that are all colorful, you have a new cough that appears two, three days ago. Those are not allergies. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Well, right now, some Metro riders are dealing with closures on the red line. Once the December holidays are done, there will be other closures. During the Martin Luther King Day holiday weekend, starting Friday, January 12th through the 15th, Metro will close segments of the Blue, Orange, and Silver Lines between Foggy Bottom and Arlington Cemetery Clarendon to do infrastructure repairs and maintenance. The Roslyn and Courthouse stations will be closed. Free shuttle buses will provide frequent service between all affected stations. The Roslyn Tunnel beneath beneath the Potomac River, it is one of the busiest sections of the system, with Metro trains passing through every three to four minutes all day causing more frequent wear on the infrastructure. Well, now more about the huge local story, the Caps and Wizards possibly moving to Alexandria. A group of D.C. residents has started a petition on Change.org to convince owner Ted Leonsis to keep the teams in the nation's capital. Ron Moten, one of the most outspoken activists in D.C., has announced a new movement called Don't Mute D.C., Our partners at 7 News report Moten is calling for a boycott of the Caps and Wizards starting in mid-January if Monumental Sports does not quickly reverse course and say it's staying at Capital One Arena. He adds, our city has done everything we were supposed to. Only thing we've gotten in return is an expletive deleted team that can't seem to win. That's all we've gotten, and we still come to the games, y'all. The words of Ron Moten there, an activist trying to keep the Caps and Wizards in D.C. Coming up here on WTOP, some local bank branches are closing. We've got the specifics for you at 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Carlos Ramirez is in the traffic center. That I am. Thank you so much, Dimitri. Watching the northbound side of the GW Parkway, thanks to our friends over at Maytalk uh, for giving us the details. Northbound GW Parkway completely shut down. Just got off the phone with a listener as well, saying that they've been stuck there for at least about 10 minutes now. Northbound GW Parkway completely parked. All lanes shut down for the earlier accident scene uh, just north of 123 Chain Bridge. At the delay stretching almost as far back as Spout Run right now. If you can bail out soon... Uh, Unclear how long this closure is going to be. Northbound 395, you got delays starting off right past the Pentagon, across the 14th Street Bridge, all the way up towards the 3rd Street Tunnel, right by the 3rd Street Tunnel is where that accident scene is currently blocking the right side of the roadway. You're down to a single lane of traffic over on the left. Northbound DC 295, the crash is near Pennsylvania Avenue, delays back towards the 11th Street Bridge. And northbound side of the BW Parkway, the crash is reported to be on the ramp, coming off of the northbound side of the B-Dub onto the outer loop. Watch out for that, causing delays on the northbound side. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Carlos, next it's Steve Rudin, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. As we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, temperatures will slowly fall through the 30s, eventually the 20s in our northern and western suburbs. It will be milder inside the Beltway at around 35 degrees in the district early tomorrow. Highs for your Friday, just around 45 under partly sunny skies. Moving into Saturday, daylight hours are trending dry. However, showers are on the way by evening. 
evening. Highs will be in the 40s. Dry Christmas Eve, upper 40s to middle 50s, near 60 on Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle is at 40, Germantown 38, Annandale is at 41 degrees. Some parts of our area could be back down to 24 overnight. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. And we're checking with Brennan Hazelton. The parent company of Truist Bank says it will shut down 11 branches across the greater D.C. area in the hopes of shrinking overhead by about $750 million. The cost of financing a home loan eased again this week, pulling the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate down to a six-month low. It was a better day on Wall Street as the Dow closed up 322. The Nasdaq and S&P gained one and a quarter percent and one percent respectively. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Australia's ASX 200 is up a fraction. We'll keep watching the Asia Pacific markets for you right here on WTOP. This report is sponsored by Capital One Hall and Tyson's. Capital One Hall is Tyson's ticket to Broadway, live music, comedy, and more. With holiday programming for the family, make Capital One Hall your entertainment destination. For tickets and info, visit CapitalOneHall.com. Coming up here on WTOP, some Democrats want President Biden to sharply attack Donald Trump, but it's more complicated than that. NBC News White House correspondent Mike Memoli joins us in a few minutes to explain. It's seven twelve, and we're glad you're here. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's, it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, uh, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future position, right, is is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. Still to come here on WTOP, when will you start cooking Christmas dinner? Find out how that compares to a lot of other people around here. The latest on WTOP all evening for you. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's taking in the lights with all your friends in a spacious accord... Or taking in a snow day in a rugged CRV. Find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Honda Accord and 2024 CRV. See dealer for financing details. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. With powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws to place under the tree, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Save $40 on the HSA 45 battery-powered hedge trimmer. Visit your local Steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real Steel. Find yours. Now $99.99 was $139.99 MSRP. Offer valid for a limited time only at participating dealers while supplies last. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts. Matter. Now 7.15, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thank you very much for being with us again tonight. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. While President Biden often rallies his base with strong words, calling Donald Trump the greatest threat American democracy has ever faced, President Biden's top aides privately say they're still wrestling with the right pitch to other key voters about Trump, the likely 2024 opponent. We got on Skype a little while ago with NBC News White House correspondent Mike Memoli to learn more about this. There are a lot of Democratic activists who are looking at the public polls. They see that the former president, Donald Trump, is uncomfortably close to the current president, Joe Biden, in the polls. And they want to see a much more aggressive President Biden and the Biden campaign to take him on. They feel like this is an election where democracy itself is on the ballot. And the Biden campaign understands that, but they say it's not so easy. They're running a campaign based on where they think the country is going to be in 320 days. That's when Election Day is. And what they're finding right now is that the voters they're most concerned about, the voters that they're most worried about, they're not ready yet to even consider the possibility that we're going to have a rematch in 2020 of Joe Biden and Donald Trump, especially of the fact that Donald Trump is going to be on the ballot for three straight elections. They're finding that bringing up Donald Trump actually gets these voters to tune out, to disengage in some cases. They don't want that. They want to have these voters listening to them, talking about the issues that they think will bring them around to Joe Biden next November. And so it really does require a very delicate touch. You look at what the president is saying publicly in his campaign uh, style events, like yesterday when he traveled to Wisconsin, he's talking about his economic accomplishments. He's talking about the infrastructure law. That's what his campaign advertising, what you're seeing on social media and what you're seeing from the campaign. And, and the president in these closed door fundraisers is a much more aggressive line against Donald Trump talking about democracy being on the line. So it's a very fine balancing act all about which voters they want to reach now and which voters they feel like they need to wait to reach next November. Talk about the delicate situation where you somehow have to inspire in these voters negative feelings about Donald Trump, but it can't be a flamethrower, blast furnace kind of situation, because as you say, they'll just tune out. That's right, because when the Biden campaign looks at the coalition that supported him in 2020, that they need to turn out again in 2024, these voters tend to be the ones that are least engaged, they're not paying attention to politics day to day. That's in some cases by choice, that's in some cases because they're just so busy. And they don't want to hear an aggressive uh, message from either campaign. In fact, they don't even want to hear about a campaign. And so that message might actually backfire with these voters. But what the White House is also wrestling with is that some of the voters that they think are potentially receptive to them are Republican-leaning independent voters that may have voted for Donald Trump in 2020, but voted for Democratic candidates in the 2022 midterms on issues like abortion and democracy. And in that case, because they supported Trump in the past, again, talking about a negative message about Donald Trump may not work with them. And so that's what the campaign really feels like it has the advantage of time to do this kind of intensive research in the form of polling, in the form of canvassing, uh, social media outreach as well, to really understand where these voters are and what messages they want to hear. And that's what they're focused on trying to deliver at the moment. NBC News White House correspondent Mike Memoli on Skype. 
with the Biden re-election team trying to craft just the right message about how to talk about Donald Trump. Top stories on WTOP. Two people shot to death and two others are wounded in a shooting in southwest D.C. The survivors are in critical condition. It happened only a block from Nats Park. Fourteen people are dead in a mass shooting at a university in Prague. And this is the busiest travel night at the airports ahead of Christmas. Then we'll do it all again around New Year's. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more just ahead. Time for Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. Northbound side of the GW Parkway still closed. Our friends at Maytag letting us know that all lanes are completely shut down just north of 123, the Chain Bridge Road exit. As of now, the delays are stretching well back towards Spout Run. Might want to find an alternate route the minute you can. Canal Road running nicely for now. It is an option. Southbound GW Parkway looks like it is open. You should be fine headed southbound. It's just the northbound lanes that are completely shut down. Inbound side of 395, those delays are pretty dramatic. Uh, you got slowdowns back towards the Pentagon across a 14th Street Bridge where the accident scene is actually closer to the 3rd Street Tunnel. You're down to just a single lane of traffic over on the left-hand side. Now, do plan ahead. Be preventative uh, in your safety here, uh, proactive in your uh, safety. If you're making your way towards the 3rd Street Tunnel and you know you need to take the tunnel, make sure you're staying to the far right-hand side of the roadway. If you know you're not taking the tunnel, make sure you're in that far left lane well before uh, you're near the incident. Northbound DC 295, the accident scene right by Pennsylvania. Avenue, northbound BW Parkway, slow going towards the Beltway where there was an accident seen on the ramp from the GW Parkway onto the outer loop. Looks like that's in the clearing stages, but definitely still causing some brake lights. Looks good on 50 all the way out towards the Bay Bridge. Share the ride, make a buck. That's right, earn cash just by carpooling or vanpooling two or more days a week through pool rewards. Go to commuterconnections.org to sign up or call 800 800- 745 ride. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now Steve Rudin is with us. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Mostly cloudy skies and chilly temperatures this evening and into the overnight with wake-up readings in the 20s and middle 30s. Partly sunny on your Friday, just around 45 degrees. Chance for a few showers late day on Saturday. Highs will be in the 40s. Come Christmas Eve, we're trending dry. Partly sunny skies, upper 40s to middle 50s. Looking ahead to Christmas Day, easy travel. No rain to speak of with temperatures that will be near 60. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria, 42 degrees. Penn Quarter, 43. Columbia, 39. Some parts of our area and the suburbs down to 24. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. You like to get a big head start on cooking Christmas dinner? Do you cook same day? We'll get into that a little bit. And uh, related to all of this, how to avoid gaining a lot of extra weight during the rest of the holidays. Stay with us on WTOP at 721. Here's Oliver Wise, the Chief Data Officer at the Commerce Department on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. We know we're not ready for AI until our data is, and then in order to have accountable, safe, responsible AI. We need to have a very good handle on our data. The data has to be well documented and rich with the proper metadata. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com.
Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet barrel scotch. Drive an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, save up to 25% on all in-stock 23 Grand Cherokee 4xEs. See dealer for details. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. 722. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. The holiday season is right around the corner. Give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steel.usa.com slash gift guide. This is WTOP News. It's now 723. A Prince George's County High School student under arrest after being accused of bringing a loaded gun to class. Police say 18-year-old Keyshawn Reeves carried the weapon into Flowers High School in Springdale early today. School security personnel confiscated the gun just after 8 a.m. Reeves faces various charges, including having a dangerous weapon on school property. A close call for a D.C. mother whose family has gone completely carless. They ride their bikes everywhere. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has that. Leela Almagor moves all around D.C. on her e-tricycle, most of the time with her three kids along for the ride in the specialty trike. It is a total of 17,000 miles at this point on our on our bikes that we've you know, since 2019. And remarkably, just recently, for the first time in all those miles, had a car bump into her. She was not hurt, and the kids were not with her. People say all the time, oh, God, biking with your kids is so dangerous. I can't believe you would do that. But it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that the data bears that out. She says since she started riding, D.C.'s bike infrastructure has gotten a lot better, and the time with her kids is priceless. And yes, they bike year-round. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. If you're like most Americans cooking Christmas dinner this year, you'll be elbow-deep in gingerbread by 9.36 a.m. on Monday, Christmas morning. According to a new survey, that's the time the typical household starts whipping up Christmas dinner. On average, it takes a little more than three hours to prepare the whole thing and then a few more to actually cook the meal. So if you start, you'll make the ideal time of 3.45 p.m. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 725. Now let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals underway in Columbus. Going with the same lineup as last night, with the exception of Charlie Lindgren in net. No score midway through the first period. The uh, Capitals with the early shots advantage, 4-1. to one. Uh, Late start for the Wizards in Portland. The Wiz trying to look for their first win of their four-game West Coast swing out in Portland. That's a 10 o'clock tip-off. In college basketball, the uh, American fell 5-7, with, uh, fell to 5-7 and seven on the season uh, with a 77-55 loss to Virginia Tech. GW stayed undefeated at home with a 79-75 win over Alcorn State. Navy still winless on the road after a 75-65 loss to Youngstown State. The uh, Howard women fell to 2-11 and 
with a home loss to Hofstra. Thursday night football in Los Angeles. The Rams and Saints square off with identical 7-7 seven and seven records, making this game key to the NFC playoff picture. The Commanders nowhere near the playoff picture at 4-10, and 10, and were without Brian Robinson Jr., Charles Leno, and Tyler Larson. 